Talk Live, Australia's number one and award-winning pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight... Wake up, and on Pots and Pants. Hello, big fella. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Oh, mate, it's been an action-packed week. We, now, we podcasted it last week. First one back since uh, the end of last year, mm. right? And, uh, oh boy, didn't we stir up the old... Proverbial hornet's nest ginge. Well, actually, I'd say troll cave. Um, we got trolled big time. We did. I, I on felt, uh, Twitter. I felt quite... Um... Like a bunch of twats. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, man. It was a bit of an eye-opener because you know what I'm like. I'm not a big Twitter man. I've no. got like 36 followers and I only found my login again the other week. Yep, yep. So I haven't been on there for like 12 months or something it was. I might have been not... Uh, I don't know, six months maybe. Mm. But anyway, I'm just not a big Twitter fan. No, same, same. Anyway, um, now nowhere in our podcast postings last week when you put it on Twitter or when you put it on the Facebook yeah, page, yeah, yeah. we didn't have tags saying what we talked about. We just oh, said we the boys say, are back and, yeah. and all that. We didn't say Gamergate. We didn't say this. No, we didn't, didn't say that. We didn't just said, hey. tag it into it or anything like that. It was just, here's the podcast. Where have the boys been? May they've been abducted by aliens or whatever yeah, else. Yeah. Well, our haters who profess to hate the show so can't much. can't stand just, listening to it. Apparently, we, you know, we're horrible to these people. They just cannot handle our voices. Well, thanks to them. <laughs> they actually tuned in. They hunted the episode down without knowing what it was about, mm. tuned in, and then, well, the biggest shitster of them all, he started... Um, Advertising it to everyone else. Telling everyone, go listen to it. They're, they're horrible. They're racist, misogynist, fucking transphobic. I mean, you got called transphobic, Ginge. Yeah. I... <laughs> you didn't even know what that was until yesterday. Why, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> um, I tell you what, we absolutely got hounded I by thought, the trolls on Twitter. I thought it was because I was afraid of flying overseas. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, now, for people who, uh, the, the people we were, were talking about, hmm. they are so, you know, we're anti-online bullying with this, that, the other. And you shouldn't, they, you shouldn't. They were so worried about doxing Ginge when Adam Ball, because of Adam Baldwin. You, you shouldn't dox people. They it's actually, terrible. They doxed my shop, yeah. right, one lot of them. Um, anyway, I tell you what, they were the bullies themselves. They just could not handle when someone else had a difference of opinion. It was like the realms of unbelievability. <laughs> there were t-shirt yeah. designs flying. We put a couple of them on, on Twitter yeah. the other night. Night. You, uh, you, know, you posted them up. They, 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 they took sayings that we said during the podcast. Turn them into, sh- into um, t shirts sort of logo designs. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, there's one of them there. I went, I'd fucking buy that. Oh, me too. <laughs> it was, just, um, you know, I think we might adopt that as a new segment. Yeah. Uh, the, that grinds my gears. That might be a new segment title, I, I reckon. Uh, it just... And but, we definitely need to, to, to keep continuing on with, please explain it to me like, like I'm five. five. Do you know what? We had an, uh, you know, we got... Trolled on Twitter, mm, mm. but our Facebook uh, fans and our actual general listeners yeah. sent us messages of support. Yeah. I, we've been fucking inundated personally mm, mm. and via our Geekspeak email, which yeah. is Ging Geekspeakau at gmail dot com, with uh, messages of support by people who listen to the show and yeah. they're like, "It's fantastic." Your boss, who's not even a fan of pop culture, no, she's you know like a, a, a you know a woman, twenty seven years old. Yep, she no fan of comic books whatsoever. She tuned in and loved it. She yeah, she, uh, half past seven in the morning, you know, half an hour. After it was, you know, pretty much put out Live. to the world, yeah. she she sent me a message saying, "I am pissing myself laughing." Listen to this, you guys are really good. Good, I'm and glad I, she... it was. It, it just brightened up. Give her a name drop, Ginge. Uh, yeah, Caitlin. Hello, Caitlin. Hey. Thanks for listening. Thanks for liking as well. Yeah, good and to she, see. She she absolutely loved the episode, and it it was it just yeah blew my mind that that someone that really doesn't have an interest in this sort of pop culture area, yep. really enjoyed the show, even though she, she didn't quite understand what we were Which doing. Which most of our listeners do, apart from the few trolls. And, you know, guess where most of them are based, mate? 
Melbourne. <laughs> so I tell you what, though, the king. Uh, like, you know, we've been harassed personally on on Twitter and everything can, else. Can so I just say, like, like doxing is a big thing apparently within this realm. The, right? the whole with the whole GameGate thing and everything not, else. You're they're not, so worried about you're it. You're not yep. supposed to advertise someone's whereabouts or, or where they live or where they work. Yeah. And yet they put a map up of where you work <laughs> and actually show directions of how to get to it. Yeah, from Perth like, of all places. And I, I, um. I thought, well, hang on. You can't do that. No, well, that's what trolls do, mate. You know, and they always say don't feed the trolls. But I'll tell you what, mate, mm. um, it's not going to stop us. We're going to keep podcasting no, as per yeah. normal. But I was always taught, Ginge, and I'm mm. sure you were taught the same thing. Yeah. You always stand up to bullies, right? Now, the well, biggest bully of them all, yeah. right? And uh, I'm just going to put this out there. The biggest bully of them all is Tristan Jones down there, a so-called, uh, you know, hotshot Melbourne creator. I wouldn't say he's that great, but anyway. Uh, now, you know, he was one of the ones really stirring it along and everything else, I, but I, I kept he on... still wouldn't actually respond one-on-one to me. No. So I put it out there, right? If you want to have a one-on-one at me, you know where I am, mate. Next time you're in Queensland... You doxed us. Yeah, swing on up, have a little chat to me one-on-one, and we'll see how big and tough you are then when you're not hiding behind your fucking keyboard, you keyboard warrior. And you can pass it on to your mates, another one in Brisbane... I tell you what, Ginger, this bloke—he's more fucking you know brawns than brains. The bloke in Brisbane. Well, he actually brought up the whole thing about th- uh, physical violence. He kind of threatened because he's so big he and he strong, and he- so he kind of bring up the whole thing about uh, you know physical violence. Yep. Well, he knows where I am, so yeah. come on up and have a little chat to me too, and I'll put you in your place one on one. We'll have a little chat because I'm not scared of you guys, your trolls and all that kind of stuff. And I, you know what, Ginge? Sometimes you just got to stand up to the bullies yeah. and put them back. I was in quite, I was quite place. disappointed with, with with what he had to say because he was a victim of bullying when he was in school, and he knows what bullying, you know, being the victim of bullying That's is all right, about. But so he, can, he condoned it himself when he his mates started on it, uh, especially online bullying. But anyway, hey. enough of the trolls, enough of the hate. Yep. Thanks to all the people who tuned in and listened to the podcast. Our numbers went skyrocketing up yeah. on uh, some of our previous podcasts as well, which was good to Absolutely. see. Absolutely. Thank you and very much. Thank you so much to the words of support from our diehard listeners. They actually agreed with a lot of the points. We we made in yeah. our previous podcast. Yeah. You know what? Yep. Fuck the trolls. Fuck the haters. Ginge, it's time to talk about some awesome pop culture. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're going to talk I about I can't, I can't, I can't. Madonna. Well, right? you know, like... Uh, I do, this isn't superhero <sighs> pop culture related. Well, kind of is, because she was wearing a cape. She was wearing a cape. She was at the Brit Awards and was doing her song. Now, she walks up a flight of stairs yeah. and there's a bunch of dancers behind mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. And she has this big, long, flowing cape, right? Yeah. Now, the idea was <laughs> they're meant to pull gently on the cape. Well, gently enough that it comes off because it was well, meant to be detachable, right? W- w- would it be Velcro or would it oh, be a, a snap sort of feature on oh, it? Or? Well, whatever it was, it didn't fucking didn't, work, right? It, it, it was... It, it was supposed to be like a quick release, you now, know? I actually, when I first saw the video, I went, ooh. And because I actually you can hear the microphone and her body the, go, thump, right? It's you can hear really hard. thump the ground. Yeah. And I, did, I felt very sorry for poor old Mads. Well, um, but, as, as but sorry then, as we after can After watching ever it, feel. I'm like my, I don't know, my 10th time of watching the video because it was just that fucking funny. <laughs> I had to laugh because she gets... Not not doesn't fall backwards because oh. of the tug. She it's fucking a f- goes back about six or seven yeah. steps. She gets yanked back. She, she goes the horizontal <laughs> off the stairs and then falls. It was that much of a tug. And I tell you what, my mind flashes back mm. to the character out of the Incredibles, yes. the designer, where she goes, "No capes, no capes. <laughs> right?" And the, yeah, all, all the montages of, of getting pulled into <laughs> engines and stuff. And I tell you what, it made me think: if you suddenly gained superpowers, yep. right? Okay. Now, and you had to come up with a bit of a costume. Okay. Would you go a cape? I don't. I, I think I probably would. Why? I just because they look cool. 
okay, they might look cool, but you got to think of functionality. functionality. Yeah, like well, as Madonna just found out at the Brit Awards, <laughs> they're not quite functional. Well, when well, they pull you ass backwards. Well, you know, like maybe you would you would you would have a few more testing runs on that Mark One cape. Yeah, you know, maybe there should be a Mark Forty Seven cape yeah. where the cape actually sort of releases itself. <laughs> Do you know, you know what though? I feel sorry for the poor designer backstage. Oh. Apparently, they linked mm. it pretty quick. They yeah. reckon the whole room, which was normally a whole oh. thing of chatter, as yeah. soon as everyone looked up and saw her fall, they reckon <laughs> just went dead quiet. Just and everyone crickets. just in the old, you know, the old shifty eyes, like, uh oh. And Madonna was not a happy person, Ginch. <laughs> Apparently, she was very, very upset. But I tell you what, I would be too if I went ass up on TV, oh, worldwide mm. TV, and in front of a big crowd at yeah. the Brit Awards. Yes, yes. Anyway, Madonna, still love your music, your old stuff, not your, more, your, your new modern stuff. <laughs> but I bet you somewhere, Ginch, I bet you Guy Ritchie was sitting there cacking himself <laughs> laughing. <laughs> So I got to head along to the cinemas the other day, sir, and check out uh, with my lovely lass, mm-hmm. Jupiter Ascending. Now, I, uh, the Wachowskis. The Wachowskis. The Wachowskis, that's what they're known as it's now. The Wachowski brothers, and like, now it's the Wachowski brother and sister. The, the Wachowskis. I, I used to enjoy it when they were known as the Wachowski Starship. <laughs> Is that around the days of Speed Racer? Because nothing's going to stop us now. <laughs> oh, God help my ears. Um, that was around the days of Speed Racer? Speed Racer, you know, like... They were known as what? Inter- yes, yeah, uh, uh, the Wachowski Starship. Really? I guess because it was that intermediate. Then it became the Wachowski siblings. Hang on, just hang on, hang on, we'll be transphobic. Stop that. <laughs> like, Anyway, saw Jupiter Ascending, Mila Kunis and uh, Channing Tatum. I've come to like him as an actor. He's really... Yeah. I just like him. I think he's a good actor. He, he, and Mila Kunis. I mean, like, I flash back to Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> good old... Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, of course, Oscar winner uh, Eddie uh, Redmayne. Now, I'll tell you what, he plays a mm. creepy role in he's, it. His, his face is just... Especially in, in look, Jupiter I'm, Ascending. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not making fun of him or anything. I'm just saying his look is a very distinct sort of different look. You yeah. Know? I reckon he does I, look like an alien. I reckon he will actually get cast as a bad guy, like a villain a lot in his career. Well, I reckon down if, the road. if he does, I mean, you know, if you're typecast as a villain, they're always the more fun roles to play. That's right. Now, listen, I'll, I'll give you a quick uh, rundown about what the movie is. I'm, I'm just reading this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jupiter Jones, a.k.a. Mila Kunis, was born under signs of predicted future greatness. Her reality as a woman... Can Consists of cleaning other people's houses and endless bad breaks. Kane, played by Channing Tatum, a genetically engineered hunter, arrives on Earth to locate her, making Jupiter finally aware of the great destiny that awaits her. Jupiter's genetic signature marks her as the next in line for an extraordinary inheritance that could alter the balance of the cosmos. Now, essentially what it is, right? Cinderella, that's what it sounds there like, was, dude. Uh, like planets like Earth are farms, gigantic farms. They yeah. were seeded by uh, this race, mm-hmm. like, and it's a, essentially a humanoid race. That's where yep. we're descended from in the movie. Like is it, the, isn't this the, the plot to Prometheus? I don't know, but okay. anyway, right? Uh, mm. So they're up there. They own planets. Okay. So and there's this wealthy family. The mother had died, left... The uh, she's got three children, two sons and a daughter. Right? Okay, yep. The eldest son, played by uh, Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. Now he's just fucking batshit crazy and okay. he's just evil, right? Oh, good. Anyway, he um, he's in charge of Earth. Earth is one of his, right? They find out when the other the other brother finds out that Jupiter Jones, mm-hmm. Kunis's character, yeah. is essentially their mother reincarnated. So she then huh. there was a thing left in the will. Yeah, she inherits. The Earth and a bunch of other things. If, be, if she re- gets reincarnated, yeah. Well, if she comes about, there's a thing in there. She gets the the inheritance, okay. And uh, so he tries to put things in motion. Yep. To beat his brother. Yep. Get her off Earth. Mm-hmm. Get her registered as a royal, essentially, yep. or yep. like a, a you know a no noble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
upset his brother's plans, right? Because so, so, he, he, this is the weird thing. Without, okay. without giving too much away, because he and this is creepy. Spoiler alert! You've been warned. Creepy as hell. He wants to marry this chick who's the reincarnation of his mother, so that he can then control Earth as well. So he's trying to get it off his brother. So right? this is this is Mister Oscar himself. No, right? no, no. This is the other bloke. Okay, right? so this isn't this isn't uh, mi- um, no, no. This is uh, Magic Ti- Mike. This is Titus, who uh, the character Titus, who's played by Douglas Booth. Okay, right. Anyway, Where, where's so, Magic Mike coming? Uh, he, he's the hunter. He's the one who's who's grabs her off Earth, but then he try, he protects. He's working her. for the other guy, the brother. He, he's working for the, the younger brother, the, the second brother. Yes. Okay. Okay. This is very. It's a very confusing oh, plot. No, once you get into it and you watch it, it, it kind of starts making sense. But I will tell you what. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to tell you what happens. Okay. But essentially, she she does kind of fall in love with the hunter, which is uh, Kane, which is. Magic Mike. Magic Channing Tatum. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Magic Mike with dog ears. Uh, kind of. Okay. He's got, like, he, he's, yeah. Werewolf. Type. Does, well, it, it, wolf. W- wouldn't he be the same race as what Barf is in Spaceballs? <laughs> there you go. A mog? Half man, half dog? <laughs> dog. Anyway, um, Sean Bean's in it, right? Yeah. And the whole time, because you know what Sean yeah, Bean's yeah, like, yeah. track record well, is like. How, how far in before he dies? He doesn't die. Oh, fuck off. No, I seriously... No, got, no, 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 get this, right? Don't. I'll wait to You're the end lying. of the credits. You'll wait li- to the end of the credits. Yep. Like, uh, you know, credits... And I'm waiting for the after so after credit scene where someone's Someone just, just going to walk in, up yeah. and shoot him. Yep. No, nothing. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God, Sean Bean made a movie I'm where fu- he didn't fucking die. This is ripped off. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> ripped off of a Sean Bean, buddy, death scene. i tell you what. Overall... Someone Ju- needs to reshoot it. Overall, Jupiter Ascending... Yeah. It's a good popcorn flick. Yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. Mm-hmm. A little bit long. Will it spark a sequel? Uh, it looked like it wanted the, to. No, the way, the way they finished it, I don't think so. Okay, no, I don't think so. No, it was it was good. It was interesting, um, but I wouldn't go and rush and see it a second time. You know what I mean? I might buy it on DVD down the track and watch it again. Yep. My lovely lass, it was actually the film she wanted to see. Okay, that's why we went and saw it. She liked it. Same thing. She goes, "Oh, I'm glad I saw it, but I probably wouldn't rush out to watch it a second time at the cinema." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, it's done all right. Uh, it has, well, yeah, when I say it's done all right, like mm. this thing's sat on a shelf for like two years. Yeah. Um, it's had an all right opening, but I don't think it's going to be the blockbuster that they were hoping for. But uh, I didn't mind it. I would personally give it probably a 7 out of 10. It sounds like it's like Cinderella in space. Uh, not quite. Well, not quite. It's no, si- it's just kind of like girl inherits this potential thing, gets stuffed around by people she thinks might be out to help her, and then realises that, um, yeah... Well, that's the plot for Cinderella. Not quite. Yes, it but is. <laughs> Cinderella gets taken in by people that kind of stuff her around. We'll and agree to disagree yeah. on that one. It's just the fact that there's there's no dog and there's no space. No, but there's a mog. There is a mog. <laughs> half man, half dog. Should it have? Did did it need to have sat on the uh, shelves uh, for for a couple of years? No, because it was made a couple of years ago no, and no, then sort of sat around. Yeah, no, no. I think it's a good time to bring it out. Um, like I said, it's a popcorn movie. It's enjoyable. Um, uh, my lovely lass thought it was it was very like a, a visually beautiful movie to watch yep and yep. it was some of the, the effects are quite good and you know what I'm like I'm not a massive sci-fi fan yeah. but I sat through it and enjoyed it she she lapped up. She loves sci-fi was there any bullet time in it uh, yeah, the Matrix bullet time camera flies around in slow motion stuff was there any iconic camera work in it? Um, like, I wouldn't say so, no. Because the Wachowskis are very visual, and I would have thought I, there's always a time in their movies I'll be honest, where... nothing jumped out at me where I went, oh, my God, that is an amazing shot. Oh, really? No. There are some, like I said, there's some creepy bits. Yeah. And uh, you can hear the audience uh, in some of the creepy bits. When I say creepy, I mean, like, incestuous type. Ew. Leaning towards. And uh, you'd hear the crowd go, oh, nothing, nothing funnier wow. than sitting in a cinema and hearing a crowd, the whole crowd, go... 
Ew. Well, you haven't been to see Fifty Shades of Grey yet, dude. <laughs> and I don't want to. Do you- I don't want to. Um, but anyway, that's that's my movie review for the week. Yeah. Uh, Jupiter Ascending, go along. I, uh, check it out on the big screen if you want. Otherwise, pick it up on DVD when it eventually comes out. I'll give it a, um, a 7 out of 10. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, there's going to be a bit of few, a few ooh thing. I haven't been to see the movie. You I sure? haven't read the book. You sure? But there's been a... Have you seen all the articles that have been <laughs> yeah. coming out? Yeah, and there's like, a, guy, a guy got um, beaten up in Glasgow by three women at a screening of it. Oh, because he went, shh, at him a few oh. times. They were full of that, um, alcohol was and they be- beat him up. Was that because he was saying shush because they were going, woo, when he took his shirt off or something? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But he got, um, he got bashed pretty bad, apparently, in Glasgow. Did you see that article about the woman that was caught... Um, Double, double clicking a mouse. mouse, yes, inside a cinema. Wow, uh, in a man! I, uh, what do they expect? Of course, this stuff was going to happen in a movie like I, that. You, you know, I, I I've not heard about any men that have been. There is only um, there's only a very small handful of women I know in my social circle yeah. who have gone to see it, and only say probably mm, third of them actually liked it. Yeah, yeah. My my lovely lass will not go and see it. She's flat out says she's not interested. So. But I don't really care to be honest. Like. You're not going to go and it's see it. Like, like you know. <laughs> if it comes on SBS like one night, a couple of years down the track, you'll probably see them flick it on and go, eh. Yeah, and then I'll turn the TV on as well. But, but like, like I, mm, well, I, I just hate the fact that that the women we, we talk to, and opinionated women as well, who are so against, say, like, um, violence against women and strippers and anything else, sex workers and stuff like that. Other ones who rush out and watch Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey yeah, and buy and the a, book. A, and are really vocal about yelling about this guy taking off his shirt. You know, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I know, Jim. You know what? Uh, it's, I, it's too late in the night to get into that. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Mm, what I do want to talk about yeah. is uh, a little news story from the land of uh, the Great White North, the, a.k.a. Uh, Canada, eh? Oh, snap frozen yanks up there. Yeah. <laughs> was it um, a drug bust or something like it that? A, it was a meth raid. Yeah. Right? I cracked down on meth dubbed uh, Project Ice up in Canada in um, in Waterloo up well, there, there, right? Well, there'd be a lot around there, so what were they cracking down on? I don't know. But anyway, a police raid ended in three arrests and a seizure of dr- drugs, cash, weapons and equipment, and uh, including Wolverine's claws. No, what? what yeah. Although the media referred to it as Wolverine's hand. It's actually his claws. Um, and they were all sharpened up. Now, apparently the officers found small quantities of... Uh, uh, a number of drugs such as crystal meth, heroin, marijuana, ecstasy, all that kind of stuff. They found a bulletproof vest, mm. a number of edged weapons, including hatchets, a machete, and a number of knives. But the big thing that they found... What was Danny Trejo doing <laughs> up in, in Canada? <laughs> they found Wolverine's hand, as they're calling it. It's, a, it's the claws, man. Yeah. It's, you know, that you've seen them... The actual claws, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but these have been sharpened up and we're actually good what? to go for you. So, so, so full-on made out of aluminium. Yeah, and, and, well, and, something pretty sharp and yeah, sh- uh, pretty heavy anyway. But uh, apparently... Right? Yeah. That's what they ran with. That was the article headline everywhere around Canada was, you know, drug raid, Wolverine's hand discovered. I'd like to to, to take this uh, news outlet to court about incriminating Wolverine and insinuating he has something to do with the ice problem in just, Canada. Yeah, just because he's Canadian just, yeah. and angry. You know, just because his <laughs> hands were left behind doesn't mean that he's he was condoning this event. Do you reckon Magneto was on the scene somewhere? That's why his hand, his, the metal claws were left there. Magneto had ripped him out of him, high on meth or something like that. Well, how else does Magneto fly? A, a strung out Magneto sitting there going, give me some more, man. I'm going to rip that Canadamanium out of your system, man. <laughs> but I'm, you 
know what I'm gonna, you know, you know what I'm gonna fucking do? I'm gonna go get a fucking baseball stadium, rip it up, put it over the fucking White House. <laughs> Give me some shit now. I want some powder. Well, I can just picture a, a fucking, you know, a um, strung out meth head <laughs> magneto. Now they are Marvel. There's a great idea for an yeah. adult version of the X Men. Like you, that shit. Can you just imagine him, you know, as he's floating, and then all of a sudden just rubbing under his nose, going, <laughs> <laughs> just tapping his vein. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I want to talk about good TV. Yeah. Now I tell you what, I've been, I've caught up on the Flash episode. Oh, have you, dude? Hands down, one of the best shows on TV at the moment. Really, uh, they are just knocking it out of the park. It's it's well cast. It's it's well written. Is it, it because? It, uh, can I just ask? Is it a little bit cheesy? I mean, it's uh, on yeah, CW. But, okay, to a degree, like some parts of it, like air a little bit cheese. Yeah, but I don't mind a little bit of cheese within the TV. Okay, because it's a superhero thing, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's he's not grim and gritty like Batman. Even mm-hmm. Arrow's a bit, yeah. bit grimmier, um, bit grittier. But uh, honestly, Flash, it's enjoyable. And he's like, what I like about the way they've done it is yeah. he's got a team behind him yeah. who are pointing him in the right direction of, oh my God, Barry, there's there's crime going on at such and such. And in one episode, like uh, Harrison Wells is actually pinpointing um, diversion routes for him to go and all this okay. on a map. He's like, you know, turn left, turn left, turn left, now go right, boom. You know, to help Barry get there quicker and save people. And I mean, of course, this character has got a alternate um, agenda. Yeah, agenda. You know, a bit of an ulterior motive behind him. But uh, it's really well cast, well acted. Yeah, I actually don't mind the effects in it. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but the storylines, like I find myself like even Gotham, right? You know, I'm diehard Batman fan. Yeah, Gotham. Yeah. I'll be watching it. I'll pull out the phone. I'll flick through Facebook. No. While I'm watching it and stuff like Yeah, I'm not oh. 100% tuned into it. The Flash, when I put it on, and I usually put it on like before work. I'll catch up with an episode or two yeah. uh, before work. Mm-hmm. I will actually sit there, put the phone away, and I'll just sit there and watch. Oh, and, you I, suck. and it's got me hooked. And the, one of the last episodes I just watched, yeah. at the end of it, mm. they bring in Grodd. No. Gorilla Grodd, man. I'm Whoa, just like, shit. that is pretty cool. They've brought in some, uh, like, Firestorm. There's a, like, a bit of a, a, a sto- long-running storyline there. And the Every couple of episodes. It's, um, it's Stephen Amell's uh, Younger cousin. brother, yeah. Oh, oh, I thought it was his no, brother. No, it's his cousin, apparently. Oh, okay. Robbie yep. Amell. Um, so that was cool, the way mm. they've done Firestorm. Yeah. Who I've never been a big fan of as a character. I've always gone, eh, whatever. Well, pl- um, you know, but I liked the way they've done Firestorm in, in the Flash yep. TV series. Okay, cool. So, very cool. And if you're a diehard Flash fan... Yep. Thank the Lord above. Guess what? Funko, the guys who do the pop vinyl, yes, uh, little guys, yeah. and bobbleheads and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing out a range based on the Flash TV series. So you better like, get that and put it on your bookshelf along with Arrow. Yeah, There's an I awesome did see range that of Arrow. Arrow was being brought out as uh, those pop heroes. I love them. I, I think they're fantastic. I'm trying not to collect too many because I just don't have the, the, the sh- shelf space. Yeah. My customers, some of my customers, oh my god, dude. Yeah, you should see the collections they have. They've mm-hmm. just got so many of and the chase variants and all that kind of stuff. Um, I got to make some space on bookshelves at home for the Harry Potter range, <laughs> and my lovely lass will be getting the whole Doctor Who range because they've just announced those oh, at Toy Fair New York. All and they the look entire f- range from the start. No, no, they're doing like your modern Doctors, uh, oh, Tom Baker. Well, that's a bit of racism. Uh, no, they're just gonna uh, mate. You can't do it all in one big hit. It's like the the um, Harry Potter ones. Mm. You got like Snape. You got uh, Dumbledore. Okay. The, you know the three main characters. Yep. Ron, Hermione, Harry. Um, you got the uh, owl. Uh, no, uh, they the will car? eventually. No, but actually, that'll be cool if they bring out the blue. Yeah, the blue car. What about uh, the, the the bike and side cart? Maybe you yeah. never know. Down the road, Ginge, they they bring all these cool things. Did you see the ghost? Like we've sold a mm. ton of the Ghostbuster mm. ones. Even my brother mm. come in because he's a bit of a Ghostbuster fan. He come in one day. He goes, they're weird looking things. 
but I've got to have them. <laughs> <laughs> He's been buying them, right? And it's just kind of like they've made uh, made um, diehard addicts out of people who don't normally like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they, they do. They're just a funky sort of design. They look cool. Like, I know people get them for um, Secret Santas and stuff like that near Christmas time. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good idea. For, yeah, yeah. You know, like if you're in a work, like a, a, an office workspace, people put them on their desk. Yep. Because yep, yeah, yep. you, you're not allowed a lot of stuff on, in, in a lot of offices yeah. nowadays, not a lot of personal items on your desk or whatever. Yep. So people just have one or two of these pop heroes just to represent that they're a geek or that they love a certain TV well, that's show. That's a good idea. That's a good it's, idea. It's just awesome. There's some really good designs out there in the Funko Pop stuff. But uh, yeah, keep an eye out for the Flash and the Arrow TV series one. And yeah, the reaction figures that Funko do as well. Yes. That, like, that look like old classic action figures. I, I have got a couple. Yeah, I know you have. Um, the Rocketeer and Snake Plissken. You have. They've uh, announced the Boondock Saint ones. No way, yeah, really? Yeah, they certainly have. Along with Flash and Arrow. They're bringing Ooh. out a range of the Flash and Arrow ones in the same kind of style. So yeah, man. if you're a diehard fan, there's plenty of merch coming your way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you, you can't go wrong. But The Flash, if you haven't been watching it, do it. Watch it. Uh, and, of course, if you are a diehard fan, well, you know what I'm talking about. You know how well it's written. And Ginger, I reckon that's a little personal recommendation from me to you. Go sit down, catch up on it, and you'll love it. Awesome, man. I can't wait to check it out. Uh, talking about TV shows yep. going spinning off. Haven't you seen the furor that's hit the internet this week? What about? With Power Rangers. I... Saw that there was a fan-made film that came yes. out that got taken down? Yep, yep. It uh, starred Dawson from Dawson's Creek. Well, James, Star- Van- James Vanderbeek. Starbuck, she was in it. Uh, what's, she, an, what's her name? Uh, Katie Sackhoff. She was playing the Pink Ranger in it. Really? It, it was like... So hang on, this had a bit of star power. This was a did. fan film, it, though. It was a fan film, yeah. They also uh, approached... Uh, Jason David Frank, he's the guy who played the original Green Ranger, Tommy, in oh, it. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, um, he turned the role down for, for reasons because it was R-rated. We won't get into that just yet. But, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was it, it was a full-on R-rated Adults version. version of like, the Power Rangers. Like, like all, the guy, all the kids that grew up watching Power Ranger when it first came out who are now okay, like our 30 age, right? Because I was going to say, like, I'm 34 this year. I I never got into Power the Rangers. Pa- the Power Rangers were, were maybe two years younger the, the you had, you had an, uh, a younger brother and yeah. two younger sisters so yes. you, you kind of would be around home and still yeah. watch it when yeah. my when brother they, was a huge fan of Power Rangers so my sister's only two years younger than me and she mm-hmm. was never into that kind yep. of stuff so yep. um, I never got a chance to watch yeah. that and I know yeah. like I mean uh, Brendan grew up watching it as yep. well yep. Yep. Um, Steve uh, former sidekick Steve mm. he was a massive Power Rangers fan yeah man so I never got the whole draw to it but when you were telling me about this adult take on it it was I kind of went I probably would have checked that out. It, it, absolutely fantastic. And at the beginning of the week, it was released at midnight on both Vimeo and YouTube. Yep, yep. Vimeo, the video was shut down. On Vimeo, yeah. Because of copyright complaints, which Vimeo, you can put anything you fucking want on Vimeo pretty really? much. And it won't get flagged. A bit of like the Wild West for, for videos. <laughs> a little bit, it? a little bit. You know, yep. putting mu- your own uh, music in stuff. But YouTube had held out until last night. And they pulled it. They, they pulled it, it overnight last night. Yeah. So it is now no longer on YouTube so you can't as get, well. You, you, unless someone kind of copied it mm-hmm. and you know them and you can get a copy of it, yep. you can't watch this anymore. Uh, there, there is a few unnamed videos on YouTube at the moment. You've got to be in the know to be able to find it? That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it's just called Power Rangers. Okay. And it, yeah, it's a full-on R-rated blood, sex, drugs... drugs. <laughs> And it was tick 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 all the stuff that we like to watch, dude. It was really well done. <laughs> the cinematography, the acting, yeah. you know, really top notch. Vanderbeek even wrote the script with the the directors. Yeah, you know, so he had input into it. I, I guess because he's he's that age of Power Ranger fans as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the original Green Ranger come out and said, "Hey, I think the video was really awesome. I really like the fan film." 
I just, as an original actor, I need to Cause maintain... Because isn't there talk about the possibility of... Um, like a modern yeah, Power Rangers series at, or at, movie. At the moment, Lionsgate are really trying to get the franchise up happening again for a yep. feature film next oh, year. I guess he's kind of worried too, but he doesn't want to be um, tarnished by it. Yeah. Like, he's, he's probably hoping to get a call up. That's right. He, he's still hoping that Saban, the, the mob that owns the copyright for Power Rangers, yep. will call him up. And I mean, that'd be awesome for fans of Power Rangers to see him come back yeah. you know, into the film. Hell yeah. That would be cool. But anyway, I've never seen it. I, I, I'm going to have to try and, if, 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 if you can track mm. it down. Yeah. But if you're in my boat and you haven't haven't seen it yet, hopefully you can track it down. I hope you can work your magic it's, to give me a, a copy of it. Check it out. It's really, really cool. Really, really cool. Cool. So it's it's, it's not your daddy's Power Rangers. No, shit, no. <laughs> Don't be showing your 13-year-old <laughs> nephew, niece, whoever. <laughs> not safe for work. No. Now, I've got a question to ask you. Were you a fan of DuckTales back in the day? I was. You're right. Because I, mean, I was a Warner Brothers kid. DuckTales. I was a, uh, I was a fan. I was more a Warner Brothers Looney Tunes boy. Yeah. So I didn't watch a lot of Disney, but I did have a soft spot for the uh, the Ducktales. Yes. Now, as we all know, the original series aired from 1987 to 1990, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On weekday afternoons, and inspired the 1990 theatrical release Ducktales the movie, The Treasure of the Lost Lamp, right? Yes. Then it's just been played on reruns for years. Okay. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Now. Apparently, according to Disney XD, the Ducks, right, Scrooge and, and Huey, Dewey and Louie, will be making a return to Duckburg in 2017 <coughs> with a revival of the beloved animated adventure. Okay, so that is pretty cool. They're talking about 2017, we will see new DuckTales. I can't wait, man. And did you... Uh, uh, now, you say you can't wait. I'm a fan of old school animation, so I'm, I reckon it'll probably be a little bit 3D yeah, and everything it'll, else. It'll be, it'll be, yeah, it'll be rendered in 3D, but hopefully it'll, it'll have that cartoony look about hopefully it. Hopefully it kind of has, I don't know, a bit of a... Nostalgic sort of look about it. Yeah, yeah you know, a bit of a yeah. nod to the original. Yes, 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 yes. Because, yes. I mean, like, I loved, uh, I loved DuckTales. I loved Darkwing Duck back mm. in the day. Now, oh. hopefully, hopefully they'll end up getting around to redoing a new uh, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Duck. And I also like Tailspin. I was just about to say Tailspin. Tailspin I was awesome, love, especially that little that little half a fan sort of thing that he flick out and uses like a, a but, but the, hold yeah, onto the the, um, the the rope out the back. Yep. with the handle, yep. and he kind of yes. uh, like air surf behind you, yeah, it, yeah, behind yeah. the plane on the clouds, yeah. and sweeping up. Oh. It was awesome. I used to fucking love that. <laughs> I can tell sorry. because you've gone got, very animated. I'm here, sorry, Jim. I got a little bit you know excited. <laughs> Hakuna, your tatas, Gingy. <laughs> but when I do, I saw this this uh, DuckTales uh, news this week, yeah. then it spurned me off to another article where Disney is trying to revive Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, chip, 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 Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Oh, I loved that growing up because I always just loved the fact yeah. that if you look at them, mm. right? Yes. They would dress... As Indiana Jones and Magnum P.I. Yes, Have check it out. The, the right. jacket, the the hat, yeah. and the other one. Dale, the- Dale always had the Magnum P.I. kind of shirt on. Like the Hawaiian shirt, yeah. yeah. And uh, Chip always looked like Indiana Jones. He had the little leather jacket, yep. the hat, yep. and everything else. And it was kind of like, imagine them teaming up together, like Magnum <laughs> P.I. And, and, and Indiana Jones. That's fucking awesome. And you got it with two chipmunks, right? And it's funny that Tom Selleck tried out for Indiana Jones. Did know? he? He did, but he, couldn't get, he didn't get the role because he really? was doing... Magnum PI at the time. Oh, really? And the producer wouldn't let, wouldn't release him from his contract. I never fucking knew yeah. that. That is so That'd cool. That'd be an interesting Indiana Jones. Yeah, it would I don't be. know if it would have spawned. Well, they're talking about um, Chris Pratt. Uh, have you yeah. seen? Have you seen them where they've doctored the him? Photoshopped up of it. Yeah, he does look the part. Yes, I reckon. Uh, and and I tell you what, I throw my vote behind him. I'd love to see him mm. uh, do new. Because you think he's young enough where he can do a whole handful yes. of yes. awesome Indiana Jones. As long as they keep the people who were behind the crystal skull right the fuck George, away from it. George, 
Stay over there. Build your fucking museum. But was it George? Or wasn't it? I it was th- George. Was it? Yeah. I thought I heard a rumor that Stephen Spielberg no. was more the push behind no. the whole aliens thing. No. George, uh, uh, George came to Stephen and said, okay, I've got this idea for an Indiana Jones 4, right? Yep. And he said, righto. It starts it's with... It's that stage that Steven Spielberg started popping Xanax because he was like, oh, fuck, here we <laughs> go. Steven's going, righto, George, tell me. And he goes, Explain right. it to me like Explain- I'm five, yeah. George. <laughs> he goes... <laughs> They're aliens. And then Stephen goes, no, George, no. <laughs> How many like Wars, aliens George? have we fucking done in our movies, George? <laughs> we can't do aliens. So George, <laughs> so George went away, right? And he went and wrote another, you know another rendition of the script, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he's come back years later to Stephen and gone, Steve, i got this great idea, right? Because they call each other Steve and George. Yeah. Huh? Steve, what I'm going to do is they're not aliens, right? They're not aliens. And Steve goes, well, what do they look like? Well, they're grey. They've got big black eyes. And Steve goes, so they're fucking aliens. aliens. And he goes, no, 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 no. They're not aliens. Per se. Per se. They're trans-dimensional beings. Being aliens. <laughs> so it's fucking aliens, Because it was a big departure. All the other Indiana Jones films, the yeah. three films, right? The, the previous three films, had always kind of been tied to some kind of religious kind, artifact, yeah, weren't of, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The Ark of the Covenant... Mm. The Holy Grail. Yeah. I, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I absolutely I mean, love um, that movie. Well, you know, it's something to do with some kind of religion. Now, I guess people could say, oh, well, you know, the people in, 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 in Crystal Skull were worshipping these. What are yeah. trans-dimensional beings yeah. or whatever. Um, and, and then they go, well, well, just what about Temple of Doom? Well, Temple of Doom wasn't really Well, it was really still my, it was thuggy cult. It was still... Yeah, low, it, was a, it wasn't really my favourite either. I watched it again the other night on a HD, massive big yeah. TV at the yeah. lovely lass's father's place. And, oh, my God, the effects do not hold up. And I, I get this text message down the middle of nowhere. Hey, did you fucking know that the pub... In the in the, the the club in the beginning of in the Temple of Doom is called the Obi Wan Kenobi, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I knew that. It was the Obi Wan Lounge. It wasn't the Obi Wan Kenobi. It was called Obi Wan Lounge or something like that, I'm or the sure Obi Wan Club or something pretty, like that. I'm pretty sure it was Obi Wan Kenobi or something. Go back and watch the fucking thing. Oh, right? oh I'm sorry. Do you know though? Because yeah. I was sitting there watching it with the future father. And you've never known that. No, yeah. no, I was sitting there watching it with the future father in law, and I went, "Do you know Dan Aykroyd's in this?" And he goes, "No." Right, mm. and because he, he's my future father-in-law, he, he's a cool guy, right? He and likes the Blues Brothers. He likes all that kind of stuff. Yep. yep. Anyway, he's, like? he's going where? And I said, "Hang on, hang, hang on. on, hold on." We watched it. Hold and then on, he there, Shintaro. Reversed it, right? Because uh, because you've got televisions uh, that can do that, that now. now. And he goes back, and I said, "Now watch." And I said, it's, it, listen to him mm. and look at him. Mm. It's, it's Dan Aykroyd. Because you don't really see him. You kind of only see him from behind. Uh, a real brief side yeah. shot and all that. And he goes, oh my God, I've never noticed. I've yeah. watched this film a you know, hundred times. Yep. Never noticed that's Dan Aykroyd yeah. at the airport. Yeah. Anyway, the effects don't hold up when you go and watch it nowadays on a HD TV. Really? What was the, the actual... The, the, so the you mo- know the bit where he cuts the bridge in half? Yeah. And there's people falling and yes, all that? Yes. And oh, it just looks so dodge as. Because all it was was mannequins that were kind of... Mechanically made to move their arms. Yeah, it just looks dodge as when you watch it on on HD. Oh, really? Today. Yeah. What, but, but what did the uh, the minecart sort of race look like? Did that look all right? Because that was all done uh, in miniature. Oh, uh, parts of it. Other yeah. parts do still look pretty dodge. Yeah, really? yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, it's my least favorite of the, yeah, the three original. I I just I choose to ignore. Crystal, yeah, crystal skull. That was, it was a mass hallucination, just like Batman Forever. <laughs> that fucking Shia no, Batman Le- and Robin. Batman Forever may have it happened. Had Shia LaDouche in it, yes. and I don't want to ever acknowledge that I saw I, it and I watched him. In I kind of like it all the way up to um, the atomic bomb explosion Do with you? the fridge. Yeah, I, I can watch the Russian part and the Area Fifty One stuff. Mutt. Who thought it was a good uh, idea to call well, him because, Mutt? 
Because Marty's dog and Indiana Jones. Yeah, I know, it's named after the dog, dog and all anyway. But um, going back to the start of this conversation, Chip and Dale, they're <laughs> yeah. making it. <laughs> yeah. They what? Actually, <laughs> wrap that fucking thing back right. around, Jim. This, this is a cyclone conversation, much like what Twitter was this entire week. Um, Chip and Dale, they want to make a live action movie, just like the uh, the Chipmunks movie yeah. with Jason Lee. They oh, want so to so make you got a like, live- um, yeah, computer-generated uh, characters. CGI, everything yeah. else. Okay, right. I, you know, I'd probably watch it. I, I, I would watch the shit out of that. I mean, Disney is sitting there with these yes. awesome characters yes. and there's so, so much history. Yes. And you haven't seen anything for a while. I'm like, it's about time someone at Disney went, hey, why aren't we using yep. these characters, these yep. cool characters, yep. and, and do something and reinvigorate them? When was the last time you saw Mickey Mouse in something? It's he saw, When I was at Disneyland last? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Mickey Mouse is almost like a sort of... Do you know I've never been a fan of Mickey? An icon figure? Yeah, you know? it's kind of like don't touch Mickey and Minnie. No, yeah. don't, don't, and don't David Donald to a bit, to a degree. Yeah. You yeah. know? But I um, I must admit, I was never a big fan of Mickey and Minnie. Well, My it, sister kind of was, but I was, I was, I was always like, um, I loved uh, Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny Daffy Duck. Brothers. You know, Foghorn Leghorn was one of my favourites. I love I say, boy, boy. Like, yeah, I keep my feathers numbered for such an occasion. I loved his character. He wouldn't be allowed now because it'd be racism, wouldn't it? What? Having that voice. You wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, <laughs> able to say, wait a cut and pick a minute now. Because that'd be, that'd be, oh, hang oh, on, that's way know. too much like slavery. I don't know. I haven't watched the new Looney Tunes cartoons much. I've seen the odd bit piece do you see the, there. Yeah, do you see that the Warner Brothers are actually making new Looney Tunes? Oh, they have been for a while. You but know? yeah, some of them are right. I've seen some, but I don't think I've, I've seen one yet with um, Fog and Legal. Fog, Fog no, because I think, I think they probably think he's They probably just shuffled him away. Him and oh, Yosemite two- Sam. Oh, no, he's still in it. I've seen him in Heckle and Jekyll, is that no, what you're going to say? Ne- the two crows. Yes. You'd never be able to see them. I'm Again, just saying, I well, look at Disney. Disney made an entire movie based on it. They've yep. got a ride in Disneyland at the moment. Song of the South. Yeah. Oh, you'll never see that again. You'll never see Earth. that acknowledged by Disney Corporation they, no, they, ever. They've got this awesome ride, but they yeah. just don't mention the movie. <laughs> and yet it's got a song in the ride from the movie. <laughs> you know, I just do reckon. Could you don't imagine, mention it. Don't mention it. Don't mention being like Disneyland, right? Mm. And you just kind of turn to a guide and go, so this ride, can you talk about the movie? And next minute you just see a bunch <laughs> of dancers come in and just singing, you know, like the song. <laughs> The, the song from uh, It's a Small World After All. I mean, imagine they just come around and they just kind of shoo you it's away. It's a small world after all. That was one of the most painful rides oh, I've ever fucking oh, been on. Tell me about it. And I was sitting on a boat with you when we went through. <laughs> the pink koala, striped koala. <laughs> I remember turning to you and it's going, kill me, kill me now. <laughs> and you're like, I don't remember koalas looking like that, dude. That kangaroo looks really messed up. I just... Th- <laughs> Those animals have been on drugs. You know, like... Wh- they got their shit from Wolverine up in Canada. <laughs> They got their stripes because they got shnaked, shnaked, shnaked. Not shnaked. They got shnaked from because that's the past tense of shnaked. I got shnaked. Oh God, help me! Anyway, yeah. Jins, we're nearly at the end, so I want to ask you, what cool thing did you see this week? My uh, cool thing I saw this week is that there's a documentary coming out called Lost Soul. Yep, it's uh, it's. The Doomed Journey of Richard Stanley. He's the guy that originally wanted to do The Island of Dr. Moreau. Remember coming yes. out with Val Kilmer yep, and yep. the large man himself, Marlon Brando? Brando yep, yep, he's yep. the guy that... Well, the story is, when he was a kid, he saw the original movie with Burt Lancaster in it, and he went, hang on, this is nothing like what I read in, in the novel. Yeah, yep. And he went, no, fuck this. So he spent his entire life trying to get to a point where he could make this movie. Yeah. Never they, quite come off. He, everything was ready to go. He got three days into production yep. up North Queensland, yep. and the producers, New Line producers, took him off the project. Oh shit! Really? And 
um, that all the actors were stuck and had to remain in the movie. Yeah. And they got another guy to come in and, and direct Correct. the movie. Oh, shit. And okay, so, th- and so this is the documentary This is the about documentary. That. It looks really, really cool. Cool. That's your cool Lost thing. Lost Soul. Tell you, my cool thing mm. was uh, seeing but the amazing Birdman film take yes. out a number of great Oscars. Now, I'm a little bit yes. disappointed Michael Keaton didn't oh. take out Best Actor because oh. I think he fucking deserves yes. it. And yes. I'll tell you what, it grinds my fucking gears, Ginge. It grinds <laughs> my gears. <laughs> that Michael Keaton didn't get Best Actor. I wish... I could, uh, I could have read that uh, acceptance speech that he had. Yeah, because it was the saddest part yeah. of the Oscars when you saw the thing when the camera flashed, like it did a pan around, yep. and you just see him putting his speech back in his pocket of his yeah. tux, and that was the saddest well, part Well, maybe of the he was just going for another piece of chewy. But, uh, awesome to see that Birdman took out best yes. cinematography, yes. best original screenplay. Best I, director, and best movie. Best movie. So I'll tell you what, good on you, Birdman. Mm. What a, that was a great film. If you have not seen yes. it... Uh, it might be. I know they'll be doing some uh, I, I, sessions still at cinemas I, because it's yeah. probably you know some yep. cinemas play the Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it and it's available in the cinema near you, go along and watch it. You you will not go wrong. It is such a great film. And good on Michael Keaton. I've always loved him as an actor. He's my favorite Batman. Yes. And that was the coolest thing I saw this week. Was that the film? He was a massive part. Creative of. people, you will love it. You will love it. You if you're not creative, you might think it's a little bit poo. I, t- <laughs> I tell you what, Ginge, it's been awesome podcasting with you. Thank you very much. Fuck the. Thank you for all the support, folks. Facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeakTV at GeekSpeakAU on Twitter, which is getting way popular at the moment. <laughs> and GeekSpeakAU at gmail.com. Thank you, kind sir. My absolute co-host with the most. Wait, comes on in pots and pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. You've been listening to GeekSpeak Live, Australia's number one and award-winning pop culture podcast. Stay geeky, Australia. Mm-hmm.